welcome to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life. Where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. How are you doing, ladies? We're quick. Seven signs God is calling you. All right. Seven signs God is calling you. I wanted to just share that real quick. Um, It's not a whole lot in it, but just seven signs that you know that God is calling you. All right. And we're going to go real quick to the book of Jeremiah, 29th chapter. Um. In 29th chapter, um, verse 13, it says, And ye shall seek me and find me, and when ye shall re- re- and when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Let's read it again. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Okay? So when you're searching for God with all your heart, if you're seeking for him, searching for him with all your heart, you shall find God. You shall find um, that he's there, but you have to search and seek for him. All right? So seven signs God is calling you. One, he'll get your attention. Now, he knows how to get our attention. He'll do whatever he can to get our attention. Um, he will put a situation with your name on it to get your attention. And what I mean by the situation, I mean he will have you go through something. Um, something will happen just tailor-made, just for you, nobody else, in order to get your attention. You know, because we serve a jealous God and he wants our attention. So if there's something in your life that is taking his attention away and your attention is focused on something else, else, he will figure out a way or he will make a way that he can get your attention. And it's sad to say, you know, to a point that if he has to take someone out of your life because you're worshiping that person, that they're, you're putting this person on a pedestal, he will make a situation tailor-made just for you to get your attention. So one sign God is calling you is that he'll get your attention no matter what means necessary that he has to take to get your attention so you can hear the call, so you can get your directions, so that you'll know that he is calling you. All kind of stuff is happening in your life and you may be looking around and like thinking now, oh my God, that's why this is happening, that's why that is happening. Yes, that's because God is trying to get your attention. So things are happening and you can't be want to blame the devil for everything. We can't blame the devil for everything because there are some things that the devil is not doing. There are some things that God is allowing to happen in your life in order to get your attention. So that's one. Number two, he'll repeat himself. Okay. Now he will repeat himself. He will constantly tell you when you're going through something, he'll begin to speak your name. He'll begin to tell you the same thing over again, trying to get your attention because he is calling you. And a lot of times we ignore the voice of 
of God because he's not shouting. He's not yelling. He doesn't have to do all that. We have to tune down our shouting and our yelling in order to hear what he is trying to tell us. So he will repeat himself. He may repeat himself with other people. That's where people get confirmation. Oh, I, oh, I just need a confirmation for the Lord. Well, if you were listening and if you would tune down all the noise in your head and all your chitter chatting, you won't need a confirmation from the Lord because he will speak to you himself and he speaks in this soft, still voice. He speaks in that voice that's not loud and overbearing. He speaks with a peace and a calmness where that you know it's nothing but God. But when we're in ourselves and we want to do what we want to do and the enemy is doing what he does, it's that loud voice that we think, oh, that's God talking because it's loud and this and that. No, it's not. It's not that loud voice that you are hearing in your head. A lot of times it's you hearing you and God is the soft voice that's underneath all of that that is speaking rational, that is speaking truth, the truth that we don't want to accept. So he will repeat himself. He will send people telling you the same thing he just told you. So it's really not confirmation. It's just saying, you know what? You're being hard-headed and you're not listening. So now I got to send somebody else to say it to you. And then each time he has to do that, it's not going to be pretty each time because now it's like, look, you know, I sent someone to tell you what I've been telling you, but because you're not listening, now you're not even listening to that person that I sent. So he will do what he needs to do. He will repeat himself to get your attention. But I don't think we want to get God in that place that he has to consistently repeat himself. So that, that makes you have to question, am I really hearing from God or am I hearing from you? So now you're going to have to check yourself. You got to look in the mirror to say, am I hearing from God for real? Because God has to constantly repeat himself to me because if I was hearing God and I had a relationship with God, he shouldn't have to keep repeating himself to me. I should be able to hear what he's saying and believe and trust what he's saying, not him having to keep. So now you're going to have to check your relationship with him. You're going to have to check, or am I really listening to God or am I listening to myself? All right. Number three, he assures you of his presence. He will let you know he is present in your life. He will show you things. You know, these are seven signs God is calling you he will make his presence known he will show you in ways of blessing show you in ways of healing show you in ways of miracles so many different ways God will let you know I am still God I am here I am present with you peace that you have is the peace that I give to you you're in peace you're in joy you're he will make his presence known he will let you know that he is right there with you so you know in order for him to let you know you're calling you're being called by God he will make his presence known in your life. If you have that relationship with God, if you're praying, you have that relationship and you're worshiping and you and God are like BFFs, you know, sometimes we got everybody else as our BFF, not God. So, you know, we need to make God our BFF, our best friend forever, you know, and so that you can get so close that you know his presence, you know when he's there in your life and you will see the manifestation because when he's there, he will manifest himself. He will show you things that are happening in your life that are great, that are wonderful, positive, oh, only the only things that only God knows and only things that God can do. So he will make his presence known to you. Next is he'll give you the first steps. Wow. He will give you 
steps. Now, we serve a God that gives detail. You know, that's one thing I love about God. When you go back in the Old Testament, you read some of the directions and instructions that he poured out. He gave detail to detail to know how to build the ark. He gave detail to detail how to build the ark of covenant. He gave detail to, you know, of what to do, you know, about the holies of holies and and, and where to go and, and all this stuff. The curtains, what to put on the curtains, what they should have, the robes and priestly robes and what each piece should be, what color, what material. He gave specific instructions. So we serve a God. He's going to give you specific instructions. He's not going to serve. You're not serving a God that's going to tell you to do something and let you go on out there willy nilly doing whatever. He gives us specific instruction. Now it's up to us to hear his instructions and do what he says to do. Cause what he gives us is so specific to the team. Really think about it. He will give you the precise directions of what to do, how to do, and where to go. But you have to be listening. And when he tells you this stuff, it may not be what you want it to be. It may not be what you thought it should be. So sometimes we'll tune it out because it's not what we want. But God is saying, I need you to go here and do this first in order for me to bless you over here. Well, Lord, I don't want to go down there and feed the homeless. I don't want to bring them into my home. Well, you want to be blessed with a new home or a new job, but you're going to have to do this or that. So he gives specific instruction. He gave Gideon specific instructions, you know, told him you got all these people going with you. Take them down to the river. See how many get down there and lap like a dog. And then you'll know who's with you and who is not. He gave specific instructions. So he gives us precise instruction. It's up to us to hear what he is telling us. It's up to us to accept it because some things that God tells us to do, we, this flesh does not want to do and it will kick back. And your spirit, so your flesh and your spirit are having a battle because your spirit man is saying, God said, do this and do it this way. Flesh is saying, well, I know a shortcut. I'm going to take the shortcut. So, God, you know, your spirit is saying, you go right on ahead and take that shortcut, but you're going to be right back around here because the shortcut is going to make your journey even longer. It's going to take you on a longer journey. How many ever been have taken shortcuts when you're traveling and find yourself even going a longer way than if you would just stayed on the right path? And that's the same way in our life, in our spiritual life. So he's going to give you step-by-step instructions when he calls you. When you are being called by God, he's going to give you precisely what your ministry is, what you need to do, how you need to do it, when you need to do it, what you need to do to get it done, who you need to get to help you get it done. So, but you have to listen in to the steps. And he's going to give you step one by one by one. He's not going to give it all to you at one time because you're not prepared to handle it at all one time. So he's going to give it to you one step at a time. Next, he'll provide what you need. Look at God. Look at God. I'm telling you, you go back and start reading in the Old Testament and you read about Noah building that ark. He gave Noah precisely everything that he needed to get the job done. So God will provide you what you need in order to get the job done done. You're not going to have to go out here and do this and do that. If you follow the instructions and follow his steps, he's going to lead you right to where you need to go. Who needs to be in your path to get the job done? And sometimes we don't want to do it because you know why? Because that person he may send you to is the person that you had an art with, but now he is sending you back to that person because that person has what you need in their hand. 
And it's not always about the person. It's about you reconciling. It's about you going back to that person and doing what you need to do. So God is giving you specific instructions step by step. And he's telling you, this is what you need. In order for you to reach these people, you got to go back and reconcile with this group of people. You got to go back and tell these people, I'm sorry, could you forgive me? Even though you're sitting there saying, Lord, I don't know what I've done. Yes, you do. Because when God starts to open that thing up, you will begin to see what you did in the situation that caused it to be. Because sometimes we want to always point the finger at other people and look at, well, they don't want to talk to me or they don't want to call me and I'm not calling them. And we never acknowledge the part that we've done. We have to acknowledge the accountability that we play. And it could be something small, but to someone else, it's something big. So something small to you could be big to someone else. So by you just going to apologize to them, just saying, I'm sorry, that helps them. It may seem simple to you, but to them, it may be a huge mountain that is moved out of their life. So he will provide you what you need. He will lay out everything. He will provide the materials. He will provide the way. He will open the door. You, you may be trying to get a book written. He will provide where to go, how to get it done. You may not have a lot of money to pay people. He may provide people that comes to you and say, I'm going to bless you with this. I want to bless you with that. I want to help you get your ministry started. I want to help you get your business started. He will provide what you need. Number six, he'll send helpers. This is not, you can't say much about it. He will send helpers. He will send people to help you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Once you begin to do what God says you to do, once you begin to write out the plan, write the vision and make it plain, once you begin to sit down and write out and prepare, God will begin to send people to help you. When you start to focus on the work that God has had for you and not focus on what you want for yourself, he will send the help because now you are ready to receive the help. No matter where it comes from, the help may not stay for long. They may be there for six months in your life. They may be in your life for a year. They may be in your life for a week or a month, but he will send the help that you need to get the job done and thank God for the help. And the help may not be who you want it to be or who you think it should be. It may be someone you would least expected to help you in the first place and God would send them to help you and receive your helpers y'all receive the people that God sends to you to help you you know they may not believe everything that you believe but God sent them to you for a reason because they got what you need and maybe if you allow your light to show shine and trust God that they may come to be and believe what you believe Stop trying to convince people at the beginning to do what you want them to do. Let them come and be a help. Let them show you what they can do, why God sent them. God may have sent them to say, you know what, I'm, I'm, God sent me to help you get your marketing together. I'm only here for a season. I'm here for six months to help you get your marketing together, get you on track, because they may have another assignment. So God will send helpers, but be open to receive your helpers when they come. Don't tear them down. Don't knock them down. And don't try to persuade them with your ideas because see, God didn't send them for that. And we're good at that. He would send helpers to help us, but then we want to sit down and give them what we want them to do. They're sitting there saying, whoa, God sent me here to do this. I know what God sent me here to do. Now you're trying to want me to do what you want to do. No, God didn't send me on that assignment. Let them do the assignment that God sent them on. Because it's going to bless you, your business, your ministry, whatever that you're out there you know, doing. 
you know, your journey, whatever your journey is, he's going to send helpers, a women's conference, men's conference, business conference, whatever you've come, he's going to send people to help you to have exactly what you need. And the last one is here, he will send reassurance to you. You know, everything, there'll be reassurance. There's going to be confirmation. You're going to be reassured in your spirit that God did this, that this is God. He's going to, he's going to have a peace. You're going to have a rest about it. You're going to have a peace about it. You're going to feel so great about it that can't nobody, no matter what they say or do, change your mind because you're going to be walking in peace. People are going to look at you and be like, oh, my God, what in the world? You've changed. What's going on? Because you're walking in the reassurance of God. You're walking in God's peace. You're walking in God's trust. You're walking in his belief that you believe. And so people will see the light. The light bulb will come on because you're walking in assurance and peace. The peace that passes all understanding, but people can't even believe the peace is there. They can't believe you're going through this and you're coming around here looking like this because you're walking in the peace of God because you're being reassured that God is doing what he said he's going to do. He is blessing you. So those are seven signs that God is calling you. All right. Make sure you get them down, read them, listen to them again. But I just wanted to come on and bless you. As I said, we always do our small chit-chat time, nothing big and elaborate. But until next time, you guys, keep us focused. Keep us in prayer here at Women Transform, and we got more coming at you. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, you can find us on Spotify under Women Transform, or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining. Until next time, God bless.